Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Pav. And I'm Neil. And welcome to the Top 10 of Anything podcast. Let's start the countdown! Warning, the following podcast will contain the constant use of the worst swear word known. Now, I'm not talking about tits, bum, piss, fuck, shit, cocksucker, pussy, fanny, motherfucker, wank, bollocks, spaff, that's for you, Lisa B, or flange. If you are of a nervous disposition, please turn off now. Here's Neil with 10 Cunty Facts. Thank you very much, Pab. So here we go. The word cunt was found in the writings of Ptahhotep, an Egyptian visor who lived in the 25th century BC. You stupid cunt. <laughs> the word cunt that we use today comes from the from Germany and from the word cunton. Absolute cunt. As far as historians can find, the word cunt has always meant female genitals. Cunt. In the Middle Ages, Christian clergymen pre preached the idea of a woman's genitals as a potent source of evil, referring to the cunus diabli, meaning devilish cunt. I get any of you cunts a drink. James Joyce was one of the first major 20th century novelists to put the word cunt into print in the book Ulysses. Devoted sister, beloved cunt. <laughs> the first use of the word cunt in a movie seems to be Boys in the Band from 1970. Stop fucking around, cunt! <laughs> the British film Nil By U Mouth uses the word cunt the most, 82 times. Mind you, it uses the word fuck 428 times. You can't say cunt in Canada. <laughs> the first use of cunt on TV was in the UK in 1970 on The Frost Report. Show me your cunt. <laughs> I was dreading that one. <laughs> <laughs> the band Anal Cunt were voted the most offensive band name. What you're a cunt. And in a side note, a common surname in the 12 to 1300s was Cuntles. I wonder why that died out. You're a cunt. Thank you very much, Neil. Well, a pleasure. Um, we have issued the warning, so. If you've reached this far in the podcast, <laughs> then I feel we're, we're on safe ground. So um, welcome, everybody. 
to what's going to be probably the most controversial uh, controversial controversial (laughs) we've ever done then normally (laughs) normally when we do these kind of introductions i will say now our guest tonight with this subject there's only one person we could think of when we thought of this and i'm not going to do that tonight because that's not really nice but ladies and gentlemen anna is with us he's joining us again hello anna thanks for having me thank you for being here now um I don't really know what we can say for a preamble on this one. Uh, it's definitely going to be not well. How easy or hard was it, Anna, for you to get ten uses of the word "cunt" in movies and TV? Part of my daily vernacular, so um, it was pretty easy. I'm more so worried about how, what my uh, browser history and how I'm going to be receiving things in the algorithm for the searches that I've done over the last couple of days. So that would be fun, but it, it, it was fun. It makes me want to go back and watch the movies. I didn't realize quite how many, when I started putting mm-hmm. in Google, like TVs and especially TV, I didn't realize quite how many TV shows and TV shows that I really, really like had, uh, had that particular word. Uh, Neil, was it easy or hard for you? I mean, it was hard to decide which order, but it was easy to find that precious word everywhere. Um, Anna, I needed to ask, you said you use it quite a lot. Now, do you use it in an offensive term, as in you call somebody a cunt who's been a bit of a knob? Or do you, like in an Australian way, call somebody a cunt who's a bit of a friend? Um, a little bit of both. I've I've corrected people when I've been called a bitch and told them, oh, I'm not a bitch, I'm a cunt. Get it right. <laughs> um, I do, you know, fancy telling someone stop being so cunty because mm. it's, you know, it's just fun. And in the States, unfortunately, people will shrill just, oh my God, how could you ever? That is so filthy. Mm. Referring to genitals, nothing worse than saying dick. It's just a little bit more gravitas mm, uh, with it because it's it's an effective word. It's a bit more hard so, hitting, isn't it? It is. Don't mind I, it stings a little bit more, but thinking about, you know, in UK and Australia, how it's it's playful almost. Mm. I mean, and how many that's... times did I get to watch Charlie Hunnam say it? I mean, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Great research. Yeah. yeah. And don't forget, though, in this country, our censorship was quite strict on this word. There is a few sort of 15 movies that would pass it uh, until the um, early 90s. But it automatically nearly meant that your movie would get an 18 certificate in this country if it had a, the word yeah. cunt. Whereas yeah, that's they, like equivalent to our mm, NC-17. Mm. Yeah. Whereas now they just put it in U certificate film. No, they didn't. No, no. Well, <laughs> PG, PG-13, you're allowed to say fuck in that, aren't you? You are now, yeah. That's the equivalent of our 12, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. So, yeah, it's you just... can... I think it's four fucks they can say in a PG-13 is or, it really? or a 12, yeah, when you research it. It's quite good fun. So is it like, is, does one cut, cunt equal four fucks? Can you have one cunt in a... a no, you PG-13? can't. That's, cunt. Yeah. <laughs> That's the most extreme. That's the most extreme. I just wish my friend was still alive. He had a really well-spoken voice. And he had the most amazing way of putting somebody down. I've said it before on the podcast, probably, but if he didn't like somebody, he would just say to them, you are a third-rate cunt. <laughs> and it used to be wonderful the way that they just go, mm, okay. Well, um, I'm sure we're going to come across a lot of cunts tonight. <laughs> um, but we're going to, let's just kick it off. Anna, mm. give me your number 10. 
My number 10 is a movie called Barfly and Mickey Rourke delivers a very tight scene. Oh, shouldn't have said that. Um, the, the, he's telling a bartender that uh, your mother's cunt smells like carpet cleaner. <laughs> and I'm not sure where the insult is that he knows that he's familiar with the bartender's mother in a biblical sense or the carpet cleaner because I'm I mean, carpet Which cleaner is clean. The carpet cleaner. Yeah, it's clean, mm. so, isn't it? You so, know, is it daisies? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Or, or very sort of chemically yeah. <laughs> smelling. Either way, it's going to be clean. Maybe it's the fact that he's so he's so um, familiar with uh, his, the, the you know the, the mother's. Um, I feel like I keep thinking I should stop and I should not say it, but it's just you know fucking balls to the wall. The mother's cunt. <laughs> that yeah. that's the reason that it's a. That it's so. What's the reaction to the person that he's saying it to? Nothing. Oh, I, right. I think if Mickey Rourke in, in his heyday in the eighties is telling you that that you just shut up and take it because it's Mickey Rourke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Mickey Rourke. Oh, how the great fell. I don't know. Oh, I haven't seen a picture on of the him surgical lately. knife because yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. But some sometimes you can watch. Like I watched that uh, boxing movie that he did. Oh, the, and, yeah. Fighter, something no, like the that. Wrestler. Uh, the wrestler, the wrestler, the wrestler. Wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, and and even as cut up as his face is, you still, it's still Mickey Rourke, mm. and it's oh. I haven't seen a picture of him lately, though. I don't know what he looks like. Sort of. I don't like... think you'd recognize him. Really, <laughs> he's virtually unrecognizable. Really, but what? Because I mean, he was like the big thing. I mean, he was such a good-looking man, wasn't he? He really yeah. was. Oh. All through sort of the eighties, early nineties. Yeah. Oh. I think in Angel Heart, I mean, sorry, I mean, I don't normally go that way, but I think he's a good-looking man in that one. Mm. Nine and a half so weeks. So would he be your past? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. He, I'm he just would. Uh, would he, Neil? Would he? 80s to 90s, uh, Mickey Rourke, yeah. I could have a throuple with him and Kim Bassinger. <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah. And something to eat at the same time. They make, just... make it a... Purple. Yeah. That's all done. Oh my lord, what a mess that would be. What a glorious mess that would be. But in Barfly, that was Faye Dunaway, wasn't it? If I'm not mistaken. Was it Faye Dunaway? I think it was, yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. 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 It's been a while were, since I've seen that. Movie. They were drunks, weren't they? I think they were, they were. Drunks, yeah. Um, great one to kick us off. Okay then. Neil, you're number ten. So this is quite a um, one, especially I thought it was quite shocking when it first came out. It's hit, um, Kick-Ass and Hit Girl. That's my uh, that's my number five. Oh, there you go. Okay, you cunts, let's see what you can do now. Yeah. Which, when I first watched it, I was like, really? Out of an 11-year-old girl's mouth? That, that shocked me at first. But I love it now. I just mm. Every time I see it, I just think, oh, that's just fantastic writing. Yeah. That Obviously, movie was way ahead of its time, I think. And more brutal than people remember it. When you rewatch it now, it's it's brutal. That I mean, that whole sequence when Kickass is stabbed is, ooh, yeah, just makes me feel very uncomfortable. Yeah, Nick but, Cage yeah. being good, Nick but, Cage, mm, and uh, what was it? Chloe Grace Moretz, isn't it? Moretz, who was, who yeah. was hit girl. She was just fantastic. Was she yeah. only eleven at the time? Or yeah, yeah, she had to have her parents on there, and she was allowed to say it. Yeah, have a little research. I think eleven, wasn't it? Twelve, maybe by the time it finished. But yeah. Such yeah, a great performance. Yeah, I completely agree. I think it's um, it was the talking point of the movie, wasn't it? That it was an eleven-year-old girl. Mm. But then when you when you read the comic, I read, I remember I bought the comic for Kickass Two, 
And it's and all it, in there, isn't it? Yeah, but it's like it's way more graphic than they mm-hmm. ever showed on on like on on screen. Absolutely. But yeah, it's such a good film. Such a good. Have you watched mm-hmm. Kickass, Anna? think so because i don't recall seeing an 11 year old uh chloe and nick cage being my heart my nick cage and valley girl stop it give me a time machine and take me back and yeah i would thoroughly recommend watching it because nick cage is brilliant he's like a I wrote it down he's like yeah. a batman kind of uh superhero but he is just it's it's him and his daughter and he's very sort of hey shucks kind mm. of thing to his daughter Aww. but then then he'll shoot her in the chest with a to, to make sure she's used to being shot and stuff it is just it's fucking mental film. it's a mental film but it is so good it's another spin if I on could that watch his recent dracula movie i can watch anything with Nick. yeah i was gonna say oh, i saw that last week and I, it was a little bit sorry yeah i don't think he, he he didn't decide which accent he wanted to use for a start did he and it yeah. one minute it seemed to be like a spoof comedy and the next minute it was like a horror film yeah it's a bit all over the place yeah. but, i haven't uh, watched that one yet have you not next no. on the list next on the list okay uh my number 10 is uh steve coogan in the trip and he has a dream sequence at the start of one of the episodes where he's like walking down a yorkshire uh like a village road and starts singing everybody's a bit of a cunt sometimes and then everyone starts calling him a cunt a cunt you know you're a cunt you're a cunt and then he wakes up and um i'd forgotten about this it wasn't until like you said anna before we started that you were worried about how the algorithms are going to look I was looking at different bits and then on my normal YouTube feed, this popped up and I thought, oh my God, mm-hmm. I forgot about this one. So the trip is great anyway. I love I love the trip. I haven't watched the very last one that they did, Still but him and, him and Rob Brydon are great because he is playing a overinflated version of himself. But I don't think that that's too far away from how he really is in real life, you know? Some of the stories that we've heard um from a certain people i don't think he's 100 percent away from you know 100 percent away from from that but it's kind of a little bit jarring at the start because it looks like a bit like a mary poppins sort of dancing thing where the milkman and the postman and the butcher and they all come and join in but then all of a sudden he's talking about how everyone's a bit of a cunt sometimes and it's a little bit jarring you think oh that's a great way to start a show but yeah, I I really enjoyed that one. Have you ever? Because in in America, I think didn't they have the trippers? They were movies, weren't they, rather than TV shows? Until the last ones. Oh right, Spider-Man. have you never seen it, Anna? I've I've never seen it. I'm taking copious notes oh, to yeah. have a new moving mm-hmm. list. So just yeah, remember, a lot like- of the the trip is improvised as well because it shows you how good they really are. So the impressions. Oh, that's, that's that. awesome. Yeah, they, I appreciate that. But yeah, it's, it's the first. It, it's in some parts. It's very quaint english because you get to see loads of the english countryside in the first uh first uh, season um but yeah it's him and rob bryden and they are basically going off uh at different restaurants i think wasn't it neil yeah different yeah, restaurants, restaurant reviews and they're doing restaurant reviews but it's it's them as the themselves as real people but especially steve coogan it's more of a blown up of how they are in real life but but yeah that's a good one okay anna your number nine please so my number nine is uh, the way of the gun, and I I will tell you that being American, I can talk this shit. It is the most obnoxious American scenario where the girlfriend of the guy is talking smack in a line at a at a bar, like to get in, and uh, going off on a gentleman that's out in the distance next to a car, and he's 
get off my car and just going off. And so then, oh, my boyfriend's going to kick your ass and this and that. Well, it's Sarah Silverman. She's wonderful. I, and I love Sarah Silverman. I think she's gorgeous and, 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 and intellectual. And I, I love her comedy, but she's playing that obnoxious little shit. And so she's like, my boyfriend's going to beat your ass. One, I would never say that if I can't beat your ass myself, I'm going to keep my mouth shut. <laughs> so Ryan Phillippe is the guy that she's swearing um, to. And he just comes over and so I think he says like, shut the fuck up, you dumb cunt. <laughs> and just like wallops on and mm. hits her, hits her boyfriend and just knocks them all out. Cause she was oh, basically wow. asking for it. Not yeah. that I condone violence and of that nature in any way, but like, keep your mouth shut. Yeah. You, don't, you know, and, you're and provoking again. it. That's done really sort of like, holy shit, when you watch it, the way he smacks her straight in the face. It's one of those moments you think, Jesus. I've never seen that film before. Benicio Del Toro as well. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah, Yeah. Benicio Del Toro, who, uh, Mexican Brad Pitt, he's still my heart. Mm. (laughs) It's a good film. We're pressing all the buttons tonight, Anna, aren't we? I mean, every single one. (laughs) Isn't it? (laughs) I think it's Christopher McQuarrie that directed it. Oh, is it? it really? Mm, you did his, Mission Impossible and all that. Yeah, I think it's his first directorial film. Oh right. Yeah, I think I'll, I have, might to, be I'll wrong. have to add that one to the list, but I didn't. Um, I haven't seen that. So Sarah, yes. I mean, I like Sarah Silverman as well. I think she's. Oh, don't uh, be warned. She's not in it a lot. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I think she probably plays obnoxious girlfriend. Right. But, I mean, so what sort of year is this from? About two thousand, early two thousand. All right. Okay. Something like that. Yeah. Great one. That's one to add to the list. And and what so what is it? What kind of movie is it? Is it a, like an action thriller kind of thing or? Uh, yeah, I would say like action, somewhat crime? comedy because that was funny. Crime. Yeah, I don't know how you guys categorize if it's different than what we would categorize, but action comedy. Yeah, it's it's thriller. one of those ones that sort of appeared a bit like Killing Zoe, which is sort of a a Tarantino cerebral kind of. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I will give that Not one a go. Definitely. Cerebral. Without a doubt. Okay. Go on then, Neil. You're number nine. So it's Porky's. I love this movie. Oh, God. I love this years. movie. And this is the bit where um, Pee Wee gets his revenge on Wendy Williams and phones the diner and asks if she could ask anyone if Mike Hunt is there. <laughs> Has anybody seen Mike Hunt? And I think it's just oh, the perfect dear. example of that joke. It yeah. really is. And it was the first time I'd ever heard that joke, to be fair. Obviously, watching Pork is far too young. Were you five? Because <laughs> yeah. I know how old I was when Porky's came out, or I think I kind of, maybe um, I was like 10, 9 or 10. So what was yeah. it, early 80s? Eight, early yeah, I think it's 82. So yeah, if it was 81, I would have been 10. Right. So. Yeah, so, ah, so yeah, I was, I was, 10 back then but i didn't see it straight away because i had to wait for it to come out on vhs so i was probably um 13 ish 14 when i saw it that movie taught me so much about stuff i should never have known yeah (laughs) but also really funny and really well done it's probably frowned upon nowadays but i think it's still hilarious it could never be made today but no a great coming of age film as well especially yeah, I just think it's a fantastic film. 1981, yeah. 81, 1981, there you go. I mean, that was one of those, when you were at school, it was one of those, not, not coming of age, it was one of those rites of passage movies. It's sort of like, mm. I can always remember, like, The Burning was one yeah. of those movies. And I think Video The Exorcist Nasty. was one of those movies. <laughs> yeah. And Porky's, it was like, have you, have you seen Porky's? And, like, you weren't cool if you hadn't seen it, because they'd all be talking about, now, is that the movie that's got the hot dog scene? 
No. Oh, no, thinking... that's Bachelor Party, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah I get those, mo- and then also Porky's too. Porky's is set in um, about 1950s, isn't it? And okay. then, um, so which is the then, one where they're shagging in the graveyard? Is that Porky's two? That's Porky's two. The right. next day. The next. Now, you day. see, I remember these so well because my mum was the accountant for a video chain where we lived. It shut down, and she was allowed to take some of the videos. We got quite a lot of videos, and I took Porky's one and Porky's <laughs> two. <laughs> Far too you young because my <laughs> they didn't know what it was. But obviously, it's quite funny though when you watch Porky's two now. And they call it the next day, and they all look so much older. Right? Than what they made Porky. Well, of course. Yeah, but of it's course. how much they'd aged in a day. Yeah. <laughs> it always makes me laugh. But Porky's yeah. is famous for Lassie, obviously Kim Cattrall. Yeah, yeah. It's famous for the um, where they all go to the swamp to, you know, to line up to have a go on this woman, where it's a joke. It's the scene where Pee Wee always ends up naked running down the street, isn't mm. it? And they do it mm. again. I and I'm assuming so I haven't seen these movies for decades, but I'm assuming that they don't hold up PC wise. God no. no, probably not. But I don't. Look there, at it I that think way. there's a glory hole in there, or they, there's where they. It's the shower, isn't it? In the, in the yes. shower. That's yeah, right. And, and yeah. then um, that lady wouldn't move, and then he, he to freak him out, he puts his dick through the hole, doesn't he? <laughs> mm-hmm. What was that? Beulah Ballbricker was that's that the, right. Yeah, she yeah, yeah, wouldn't yeah. move. The nurses, and, yeah, yeah. And then he just suddenly <laughs> shouts out, "Jesus Christ, will you move?" <laughs> <laughs> so he could see, and then they're I'm all. Gonna, I'm gonna have to watch that one again. It's brilliant. Well. I, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry, it's wrong, and people yeah. might say it's wrong, but I think it's an absolutely fantastic comedy, a great teenage comedy. It's no ruder, really, if you think about it, than American Pie. No, it was just of its time. Back then, it was, wasn't it? It was the original, wasn't it? It yeah. was the original American Pie, really. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Good one. Okay, my number nine um, uh, is a great film. It's In Bruges. Oh, yeah. And it's... Uh, <laughs> it's uh, it's not Domhnall Gleeson, because that's the son, isn't it? Brendan uh, Gleeson talking to uh, Ralph Fiennes. And uh, it's, you're a cunt, you'll always be a cunt. They're having an argument. Well, they're having a conversation um, and Ralph Fiennes is like the head of the, he's a, a bad gangster kind of guy. He's a nasty piece he's of work. He's a nasty, nasty piece of work. And Brendan Gleeson. That's my number five. That's your number is five. <laughs> yes. And Brendan so Gleeson. My, my fa- well, I'll save my favorite part for that, but okay. it says it differently. Yeah, because he's it's, it's basically, they're, they're having an argument because uh, I don't want to spoil the movie. Colin Farrell, I'm sure, is another one that ticks your box there, Anna. Um but Brendan Gleeson is supposed to be, uh, well, he's a hitman, and he's supposed to be uh, killing Colin Farrell. And um, Colin Farrell wanted to kill himself, and he just he stopped him from doing it, and that's really put um, the Ralph Fiennes over the edge. And it's the way that Brendan Gleeson is just, he's trying to be really nice about it. He said, you know, don't no disrespect. And I don't mean to be nasty, he said, but you're a cunt. You've always mm. been a cunt. You're always going to be a cunt. You with your cunt kids. And then that's what that was. Ralph goes, you take that back. So all the stuff about calling him a cunt was fine. But as soon as he calls his kids cunt yeah. kids, and he goes, no, I, I take that bit back. I take that bit back. But I just think it's great. And it's such a good film. It's one of those real dark comedies. Um, but it's such a good film with a great cast. So go on then, Anna. Why is it your number five? Oh, uh, because when uh, is it Ralph Fiennes or I think in the states we say Ray Fiennes. I, 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 it is Rafe, Rafe, isn't it? Yeah, it is Rafe. I always call him okay. Ralph because it's easier. So he he uh, retorts to uh, the other guy and saying, "My cunt fucking kids," and you know he says all of that beforehand, but I. As we say, fuck them kids. Yeah. Podcast. 
in the in the teabagger world yeah i'm just like yeah my cunt fucking kids <laughs> so it just takes that parenting to a another level and i appreciated that yeah and i think There's, go on neil i was just gonna say that movie's got some great swearing it reminds me of the swearing the same in might be on somebody's list but it reminds me of sexy beast yeah 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 you know, Ben Kingsley. Yeah. So you, you, I always feel like, like Ray finds his character and Ben Kingsley's character are cut from the same mm. cloth. Yeah, yeah. They're the, they're the same kind of gangster, aren't they? But it's, yeah. Um, yeah, if we ever do an episode with no in, in, in the scenes, then Ben Kingsley, <laughs> no, 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 no. Then you want to have that bit in there, don't you? Okay. Um, Anna, you're number eight, please. Were you on my number eight? Okay. See, I, I know I flip-flopped. Uh magnolia that is the tom cruise oh god i forgot about that one great great cast and he's this uh self-help guru who gets men to get their manlyhood going or whatever and i say this line as a joke it's because she's a wild beast you cannot tame her but it is respect the cock tame the cunt that's right Yes. Team this. That's what yeah. I would tell, you know, Tom Cruise and his shoe lifts. And I I have such disdain for that man. But um yeah. Respect I mean because he is a piece of shit in the movie, in isn't movie, he? Yeah. He's a real horrible. piece of shit. Oh, huge in the movie. piece of shit yeah. in the movie, but also huge piece of shit as a human, in my yeah. opinion. But you know, <laughs> for another podcast. Yeah. Oh, but it was still shocking to hear Tom Cruise say it to me. Yeah. And to play that part, I, I mean, whether you like him or dislike him, for what his career has always been, the movie. I, I love the Mission Impossibles. I can't, yeah. you know. Mm. Um, but it was a shocker. To see but he'd never that played part. that kind of character before, no. already. And it was, and and the first thing he kind of says when he he's doing that seminar was mm. basically that. Yeah. And then you realize just, oh, what a piece of work he is. But I mean, Magnolia, I can't believe I didn't have that one in. No, I'd forgotten Because Magnolia well, is a though. great movie. It's well, a I think brilliant film. So good. Paul Thomas Anderson, I I genuinely think is one of the greatest directors yeah. ever. Mm-hmm. Full stop. One of the brilliants. Yeah. That's a good one, Anna. I cannot believe. I I can't believe I've not put that one well, in. Well, I forgot that one as well, pal. So. Oh, anyway. Well done, Anna. Well done for that one. Gone then, Neil. You're number eight. So it's David Carradine in Kill Bill Part Two. When he's That's my number two. The... Oh, is it? That's I love my Kill number, Bill two. number two. Yeah. Took me a while for Kill Bill number two to level the first Kill Bill because I didn't sort of appreciate it when I first saw it at the cinema with the slow bill. But once Do you, you think? Ki- yeah, I, it took me a while. Same with Hateful Eight. It took me a little while to get over the slow pace and then more realize. What a fantastic film it is. But it's that line, isn't it? You're not a bad person. You're a terrific person. You're my favourite person. But every once in a while, you can be a real cunt. <laughs> I think it's just delivered so well from him. I just yeah. think it's because it's, it's the culmination of the whole two movies mm. and the fact that he knows he's got six steps or whatever it was because Beatrice Kiddo has done the five-finger death punch or whatever it is on him. And he mm. knows he's literally got five or six steps and then his heart's going to explode in his chest. And I, yeah. So good. It is so good. Such a good movie. And it's, um, we've said it a million times, Neil, isn't it? We just want that whole bloody affair version. Desperate for it. Where they, they split the two movies and put them together as one movie. Just but mm. I could quite easily watch a double feature of those two back to back. Oh, easily. Without easily. a shadow of a doubt. You know, we've got the Japanese or the martial arts film at the beginning. Then you've got the Western 
mm. at the end. Yeah, and it, uh, I mean, I'm sure in the new year we are going to do top ten directors, and I'm going to spoil it now. He's going to be my number one director because I love the way he, on purpose, takes his time mm. with whether it's a scene, a movie. He doesn't. I mean, that whole scene that's going from when Bill and the bride are together at the end. That's almost like the last third of the movie. Yeah. No, and it God goes no. from where it looks like they're going to get back together again to him then shooting a tranquilizer dart in her, in her leg and so she can't move. And then he comes out with the whole sort of, you know, who the superhero of Spider-Man and Superman. And he gets a lot, that, that got a lot of stick when it first came out. It's yeah. A bit more, but I, I, I just love his writing. I love his directing. I love the attention to detail. It's just mm. fantastic. The, uh, what it, what was the Sharon Tate one that he did? Oh, Once, Once Upon a Time the, yeah. Yeah, in, in Hollywood. Hollywood. And just rewriting her ending. Like, mm. We did it in Glorious Bastards as well, didn't he? With he did. Hitler bit. But I'm intrigued to see what his last one is, the, the movie critic. That's what it's called, isn't it? I'm intrigued to see what that's going to be about, whether it's going to be a violent piece or not. I mean, I'm sure it'll be violent. Never know, do you, with him? It's got to be. Well, I mean, it's not a Tarantino movie. It hasn't got some kind of violence. You know, just exactly what you said. He changes it up every time. So, you, to me, you. But it still has violence in it. He may change up. Well, at the moment, but he always said he always wanted to do a a kids' film in an interview, equivalent to The Goonies. He isn't going to whack a load of violence in that, is he? So, who knows, Neil? That's what I mean. It's exciting to know. That would be awesome if he did a kid like. Oh, that would be really cool. Mm. I would love to see him do something like, I know that you wouldn't ever do it, but like either a James Bond movie or a Marvel movie or a Star Wars movie, something that has got the the IP is already there, but it's got his touch on it mm. just to see what he would do because he yeah, would exactly. do something out of the ordinary with it. He wouldn't do a usual Marvel movie where people are smashing through buildings for the last half hour. It would mm. be, it would be something complete. It would be, Batman and the Joker in uh, on a table just chatting to each other, you know, for like 45 mm. minutes, and you would be enthralled by every fucking minute of it. Oh, well, he always yeah. said he wanted to do Casino Royale, didn't he? That Did was he? the one back then, yeah. Oh. And he wanted to take it back to the when it was set and like not be in modern 60s. present day, yeah. Which is what we, we spoke about on the, the Bond yeah, songs, wasn't we it? we did. Yeah. Okay, that's a good one then. Okay, my number eight, um, you heard it on one of the clips, is Can I Get Any of You Cunts a Drink from that's, Shaun of the Dead? That's my second one. That's your number two, is it? Yeah. I think it just, it basically sums up um, Ed. Was it his name Ed? Wasn't yeah. It? it just sums up that character just in that one line. And it's the kind of thing, I mean, I don't drink, but it's the kind of thing I could imagine late on a Saturday night that's what I would say if if anybody else wanted a drink because it's just a great line. It is. It, it just kind of sums up everything that is great about the Shaun of the Dead. When I watched this at the cinema, I really wasn't expecting it either to open with that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You're sort yeah. of like, okay. <laughs> it's just great. Yeah. It's just it's great. It's a great use of the word. It's, you know, it, it's inclusive. It's, you know, kind of like a little friendly. Term of endearment. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. It is. Well, I mean, I'd probably say, can I get any of you motherfuckers a drink? Yeah. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. I don't see anything wrong with it. I really don't. Listeners, next time you're in the pub, try that line when you're buying <laughs> a round of drinks and see what happens. 
<laughs> stand on a table in the middle of a crowded pub and shout out, can I get any of you cunts a drink and see what happens. Email us. Just let us know. Probably be a lot April. safer in the US than it April. would be in this. Yeah. Yeah. Anna, yes, when we have our meet-up, one of us has got to do it, okay? We'll toss a I coin. Will, I will gladly do it. Will you do it? Okay, then. And of I'll film it. Of course I would do it. <laughs> and make sure you do it as loud as you can, Anna. As uh, loud as you can. We'll see if we can nick a microphone or something and do it that way. <laughs> that would be a so megaphone. funny. Uh, yeah. Uh, go I have on, Anna. Voice. I probably could do yeah, it. Yeah, so my Anna, number, uh, Anna doesn't need a uh, megaphone. She's going to be fine. <laughs> number seven, um, please, Anna. My number seven is a movie called Bronson. Okay. I've oh, yeah. seen the whole thing yet, but I know it's a good movie. I've seen parts of it. Um, but the part that, of course, stuck out for me was when he says, um, shut the fuck up, you cunt. <laughs> just the way he delivers it is yeah. just... Yeah. That's he's Tom Hardy for you, though. Yeah, he's great in that role. Absolutely brave role. Yeah. Have you got all... The, you said you haven't got all the way through it. I haven't. It's it's one of those that like I pick up here, pick up there, and you know, yeah. rarely comes on TV out here. Yeah, it's, um, of course, it's quite relevant now because he's up for his parole in real life, Bronson, in this country. Oh, again, is he? Yeah, they're trying to get him. They think he might get out this time. Yeah, I don't. I don't. He will. Shut up, you cunt! <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I did. It just made me realise that when I'm doing the trailer for this episode. I'm I'm just gonna chop up all the bits where we don't say cunt and just say this is the tra- this is the trailer because if when you, I'm if I was gonna say if you got loads of cunts you could just put one out that goes beep 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 yeah that's not gonna work is it no one's gonna or know what the hell it's well but no one's gonna know what we're talking about because but that's a good one I still go back and, oh go on Anna I still I I wrote this down what the hell is a spaff I need to call Lisa. Spaff. Well, there's a little story. So when um, a couple of weeks ago, when we were recording this, and uh, Maria and Brandon and Lisa and uh, Brandon's brother Adam were uh, in my hometown, visit, yeah, they came and visited. We were we were we were in the Thai restaurant, and uh, Lisa just kept saying, "I've learned a new word. It's called this spaff." Now I don't know. I think I know what it means, and then she found out what it meant. And the, the amount of people around us that kept every time she said "spaff," <laughs> they were looking at her. And um, it's it, it's it's a sexual term, isn't it, Neil? It's ejaculation. Like yeah, spaff basically is what it is. And I, again, we're saying "cunt" every five seconds, and then I'm I'm clamming up on <laughs> "spaff." But yeah, where did she pick it up from? I can't remember where she said she'd heard it from. She'd heard it from somebody, and it's a fact that it wasn't an American term no 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 it's, it's cockney one so is. yeah so she'd heard it and then she found out what it meant so she just kept saying it all the time it she mm. goes it's not splaff it's spaff and the, of course obviously there's somebody there having their egg fried <laughs> rice and they're wondering what the hell are they talking about in there <laughs> so yeah so that that's why um i thought i'd put that one in there. i thought she might have heard it on the <laughs> podcast because i'm sure we probably used oh i'm it. sure we have I'm, I'm i mean i don't think there's any word we haven't said on this uh <laughs> um even flange um okay so that was yours i was just about to say i've still not seen bronson all the way through i still need oh. to finish watching it so i need to put that one on the list it's uh, a good film yeah go on then Neil, you're number seven so it's from an officer and a gentleman i love this movie if we talk about wrong rom romantic movies i think this is up there for me but it's the bit when david keith's girlfriend um um was trying to find him and then they find out 
you know, what she'd done to him. I mean, I don't want to spoil it. It's only a 40 year old. It was movie. made in 1980. I don't know. Yeah. It's only a 40 <laughs> plus year old movie. I don't know whether I should. No, it's basically, he's got so, he's got so upset. She rejected his engagement. He goes off to a hotel room, um, suicidal. She basically doesn't give a shit. And Richard Gere calls her a cunt. For right. It. Okay. And, and he ends up committing suicide over her. If you've not seen it, there you go. Very sad moment in the film. Absolutely devastating when he finds him in the shower, I think. Very good acting as well. But yeah. So heartfelt. Like, just, you never want to find yourself in that position. But it's the way Richard Gere delivered that line. You were right behind him because, you know, that was with venom. That was with anger. He called her that. And yes. I like that. So it's been a long time since I've seen this movie. Does he call her a cunt after? the guy's committed suicide no, or does he call her the it, cunt and then he commits suicide it's while he's looking for her so ah, he right. finds her she explains what she's done and then he obviously then finds where he is at the hotel ah right because it's their room where they were before right and he's hung okay. himself okay mm? what a jolly jolly one then Neil what thank you for that <laughs> bring us down bubs yeah, yeah. Um, okay, my number seven. Um, now, this is a little bit of a twist to get it in here because this wasn't actually officially on TV. No ding. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, but if you listen to the audio or you listen to the the record that it was on, it is on here. So this is Monty Python and the Travel Agent sketch, and uh, where Eric Idle says "silly bunt." Now, he's a person that can't pronounce his C's. So I can't remember what the setup is before. Well, he's trying oh, yeah. to... Yeah. Michael Palin says, oh, oh, if you can't say your C's, then why don't you uh, change it to a K? And he goes, oh, uh, college. Oh, right. Oh, I'm what a silly bunt. So yeah. he does, in theory, say silly cunt, but he says silly bunt. So I th- I've always liked that joke, but I don't think it was ever broadcast on tv was it because i think it cuts every Just version before. i've seen it cuts that bit like they've cut they've sliced that bit out yeah i don't think it was because i've been i've been re-watching them and it wasn't yeah. on the ones on netflix but it's on they did it on it's all on, the live shows all the live shows and if you listen mm. to the the whichever record it was on um yeah. it's on there as well so they 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 just do the whole lot but i just it's on think a lot of records because obviously they rehashed everything didn't they all the they time they did they did but that was that that's just one that probably doesn't count to go on here but i'm gonna put it in there anyway mm. Mm. okay then uh anna your number six then please my number six we've already mentioned this delectable gentleman uh ben kingsley and oh. sexy beast <laughs> so it's kind of like every other word. So I don't have a, you know, the man says cunt, but he says it to anybody that's in his path. Yeah. So it's, but it's just the way. Is he's a, is he a Sir Ben Kingsley? He, he is, is a Sir Ben Kingsley. Kingsley. Okay. He is, yeah. So, oh, yeah. I, that little man, he did, does it. <laughs> he did. Scary. <laughs> Ben I think Kingsley he's... can get it. I tell you, I'm wow. a weirdo. Goodness me! I didn't realise that this this episode would be so sexually charged. I really didn't. <laughs> would you get him to dress up as Gandhi? <laughs> that is true. I forgot. Yes, with your top <laughs> heads pointing at me and all that kind of stuff. I don't know what else. Anna, if you were to have an evening with him, which character would you get him to dress up with? Like maybe Gandhi? Would that do it? I mean, it'd be easier to get him. Sick. 
get his clothes you? off. It'd be easy to get his Come clothes on, off, wouldn't it? No. <laughs> I don't know. I think it'd be quite funny. And... No, I don't. It, it might be the character in, in Sexy Beast. I don't think I've ever seen him be so dark. Terrifying in and, that. Yeah, Terrifying. I do. You know? yeah, he's a psychopath mm. in that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, off his yeah. rocker. Have you seen the the recent Netflix Roald Dahl shorts? They're about seventeen minutes each by Wes Anderson. They've done no. a few of them. Well, he's in a lot of them, and he's there's the one which is the first one out of the series that they've done. Um, and Ben Kingsley's in it, and he teaches somebody. But it's his performance in that is so good. Really, it's so good. It's only like seventeen minutes. Yeah, he teaches. Um, Benedict Cumberbatch? Yeah, I think it's Benedict Cumberbatch or Nev Patel. I can't re- quite remember which one he teaches it to first. The secret of seeing without being able to see. All oh, right. I had heard that, that they're, supposed, the they're supposed to be really good, though. So they are fantastic. I've are watched they? a couple of them twice now. The rat one with Ray Fiennes. It's, right. I just love it. Yeah. Love it. And, yeah, it's got some great casts. It's got um, Richard Ayoade in it. All right, okay. Yeah, he's in it. Um, like I said, Nev Patel's in it. Ben Kingsley's in it. Ben- Benedict Cumberbatch is in them. They, there's all sorts of people crop up. And they're oh, really short. Okay. Like 15 minutes long. Another thing to add to the list. Okay. Yeah, but I've been watching those sort of as I'm getting ready for bed, like a nighttime story. That's right, right. Good idea. Uh, go on, then, number six. So, Curb Your Enthusiasm. Series, oh. uh, series one, episode eight. We heard a clip of it at the beginning. All I need to say is beloved aunt. That's my number six. Yeah, it's one of the funniest episodes I think ever. I mean, I'm a huge Curb Your Enthusiasm fan, but this still holds up as one of the greatest. So I'm I'm not going to spoil this one because I think people deserve to find this one out and go and watch it. I really do because it's hilarious when you find out what it's all What's about. the episode again? Because I've ep- seen all of Curb Your Enthusiasm, but... Episode 8, Series 1. Mm. It's just... I think this was the moment that it kind of set it apart from from other TV mm. shows. It was, I mean, it's just... Yeah, I, I think you're right. I don't think you really want to delve into it too much because you want people to... Discover it and find out how bloody yeah. funny it really is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I completely, Do you yeah. like that awkward comedy? Do you like the, the, the Larry David... Very much, machine. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I think it. So I think good. it's all. It's 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 very British that kind of comedy as well because it's like the one thing I've noticed is, and especially if you look at something like The Office, like our version of The Office, you've got someone at the top of it that's a, a complete cunt. He's a wanker. He only cares about himself, and that and and British comedy characters tend to be people that are like not good at things they they are idiots and they uh most of the time are not nice people where in america the 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 top people like michael scott and people like that Mm. leslie nope in parks and rec are really nice people they just get themselves into weird situations larry david's a bit different to that Mm. (laughs) he's he's like a british version he's like a a a basil faulty isn't he he's like somebody that gets himself in these situations and just makes them worse because he's a bit of a knob you know, yeah. he, you know, he doesn't need to be in these situations, but he gets himself even more into these situations. And and yeah, beloved aunt is definitely one of those moments. So yeah, yeah. I would I highly recommend somebody a knob. That's such a good word. Well, a knob calling someone yeah. a knob. <laughs> oh, it's such go. a good word and so fitting. And Larry David is so 
fucking uncomfortable, but it is so brilliant. It is. It is. It's, it's a touch of the Alan Partridge, isn't it? Well, Alan you Partridge is yeah, another I mean, one. Like I said, you know, Basil Fawlty, he's another one. It's those kind of characters that they always mm. think that they're better than everybody else, but they're the biggest idiot in the room. And that's that's one thing I love about that kind of comedy. Yeah. Um, if you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. It's time for this. Pop quiz, hotshot. Have you been on a quiz yet, Anna? Without where we've been doing, I don't think you have. Have you? I don't know we've done quizzes when I, I no, I the don't last think time have. I was here. So we oh, have got a no. quiz. We have got a quiz. It's in the same format as our favourite teabagging uh, uh, podcast. This first one to three, and uh, if you get it wrong, it goes over to the uh, opponent. Anna, you are first. Uh, well, you can choose whether you want to go first or second because you are the guest. Would you like to go first or second? Sure, I'll go first. Okay. So what I've done is I found the word cunt in various different languages. You have to tell me what language it's in. Okay. Now, I've got these from Google Translate. So please don't bombard me with emails. If they happen to be wrong, contact Google. 
and tell them they got it wrong, okay? So here we go. Anna, here's your first one. Kuss. K-U-S-S-E. Kuss. What language is that? Greek. Greek. Mm. Unfortunately not, it's not. So Neil. What... <laughs> Do you know Anna? I was gonna say Greek. I'll go Portuguese. Yorican. Unfortunately not. No, it's Danish. Oh. It's Danish. Oh, okay, it was the pronunciation, so, Pab. It was the pronunciation. Well, again, I'm gonna I'm gonna get the pronunciation wrong as well. <laughs> I'm gonna do the best I can. Okay, so Neil, for you, Cunus. Cunus. K. Sorry, C U N N U S. Could be Cunus, I suppose. Italian. Yorican. It's not. I'm afraid. Over to you, Anna. Do you say Russian? Yorican. It's not, I'm afraid, it's Latin. So well, that's think, what I thought. That's why I went to Italy. Well, I thought, I think that you actually mentioned it in your fun facts, Neil. Mm. So, back to you. you would have all the canus, canim, canoe, uh, and they, all of that. <laughs> why didn't you say it's Latin then instead of... Because Latin's not a language anymore. Well, it was a, la a language. Yeah, but okay. Neil. Yorican. Yeah, okay, Anna, back to you. Pizda. Pizda. P I Z T A. Pizda. What language is that from? Spanish. Yorican. It's not, I'm afraid. Neil? Russian. I'll go Russian. Yorican. It's not. Romanian, Polish. Uh, that's the kind of area for that one. Okay. Neil, Crack neither it. of us are getting any of that in any other country. <laughs> no. I speak English. No. no. All these women and men might be coming up to you and saying those words and no. you've got no idea what's going on. Okay. Uh, Neil, this is your second one. Coot. K-U-T. Coot. Japanese. Yorican. It's not. Anna, to steal the point. Keep hearing the old coot. That's just like an American thing. I'm pulling an alley right now, talking myself through it. You are. Um. Uh, Farsi. <laughs> Farsi. Yorican. It was actually Dutch. Oh. It's actually Dutch. Okay, so Anna, back to you. Vitu. V i t t u. Vitu. I was going to say I could do it in the accent, but I don't even know what the accent is. Vitu. That's, that's a terrible accent. I don't know what that, that is. That sounded very sort of Danish again. It did, yeah. yeah. Dutch, got this little region going. I... What do you think, Anna? Is it sweet? What do they speak in Sweden? Swedish? I don't know. It's not. It's I'm not. a dumb cunt. <laughs> Anna, we both are. This is hard. These aren't easy, to be fair, though, Anna. I'll these go aren't. Russian again. It was Finnish. Oh, it was Finnish. So, Neil. Yeah. Fotze. F-O-T-Z-E. Fotze. Italian. It wasn't. Anna? 
Fotze. Portuguese. It's not. It's going well, this. This is going well. It's uh, German, actually. Oh, okay. Uh, so, uh, is it Anna? Your go? No, Neil. Your whose go is it now? Oh shit! Uh, Anna's because that was it's Anna. Yeah. Anna, we've got two left, so anybody could win now. So Anna, <laughs> Diska, Diska. Could you use it in a sentence, please? Um, <laughs> let me see your Diska. <laughs> <laughs> um. Japanese. It's not, I'm afraid. Neil. Russian. One of them's going to be fucking Russian. It oh, is Russian. Really? <laughs> it is Russian. And the final one, Neil. Manko. Manko. Uh, Japanese. Neil finishes with two and wins it two to nothing. Well, Doriana, but my hit rate of winning is hey, not very I'm, high. Look, you can go to Japan and Russia now. He's going to fill his boots. He'll fill his boots in Russia and in Japan. Well done, Neil. <laughs> I don't think I'll be going to Russia anytime soon. Probably well, not there, but I'm off to Japan now to try that work. Say it again for me. Manko. Manko. Come but on, then it, you manko. I mean, Google Translate, it might be something completely different. You've got to be careful is all I'm going to say. Konnichiwa, manko. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, let's get back to the uh, the job in hand. Uh, Anna, your number five was in Bruges and uh, yes, cunt was. fucking kids. And yep. uh, Neil, what's your number five? So I, I always praise lyrical about this movie. I think it's one of the greatest movies ever made. The Exorcist, there's many in there, but I'm going to put this one in. It's when Reagan's possessed with her head turned and she says, Did you see what she did? Your cunting daughter. It's, yeah. Do you know when I was, um, I, my my dad had the book of the exorcist when i was a lot younger and i used to skip all the pages just to read the rude words there you go because there was so many in the book isn't that what people like young kids bought dictionaries for just well, to was, look up but... vagina and penis that's what i did yeah but i mean modern dictionaries has the word cunt in now does it really when we were younger it had none of that yeah wonder if it's got spaff in it. <laughs> if dictionary. only I had a dictionary to hand. Yeah, you need to buy a new one. That's the thing. We can petition it to I, have the Oxford English. Yeah. For Lisa. Yeah. yeah. In Lisa's name, we will we will start that for her. I bet you it's in there. I bet you any money it's in, in the, in it's the Oxford English Dictionary. Yeah. But you'd have to go to a, a bookshop and find a new copy of the Oxford English yeah. Dictionary, yeah. wouldn't you? We wouldn't be any that. fun looking it up on the... No, 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 no. We next have to time near a, next time I'm near a book, book I'm going to do the same. I'm, yeah, I'm going to have a look, <laughs> and then I'm going to ask ask the lady behind the thing. Is spaff in the English dictionary, my dear? You know what? Mm. For The Exorcist, I was expecting. I I was trying to remember whether they said because I know that there's like things that Reagan's doing with a crucifix, mm. and it's like fuck me, fuck me, and all that kind of yeah, stuff. But I didn't realise that they actually said. Yeah, I see it a few times. Yeah, really. Yeah, yeah. Remembered it, but I couldn't find it. I was, you know, my my brain was just Googled out, <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah, I I was faffed. You were faffed. It was all cunted out. It's just I like faffed out to the max, and I just all <laughs> 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 oh, spaffed out. <laughs> oh my lord! Who sang that song? Was it all spaffed out? <laughs> also, that was Alison Moyet, wasn't it? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 
Ah, oh, oh, see, now I should have done that when Lisa was coming to see me sing last, a couple of weeks ago. I should have oh, done a version of that. Wouldn't it? that have been crazy? Oh, my Lord. Okay. Uh, my number five was um, OK You Cunts from Hit Girl in Kick-Ass. So back to you, Anna, with your number four. The number four, um, it's uh, Jack Nicholson in Carnal Knowledge. And I didn't write down the, it is so long that he's just ripping into somebody and and throws in cunt when it really leisurely into the into his uh words that he's yelling at this person and it's just poetic and beautiful and it's Ooh, early, early 70s yeah, yeah. Yes. 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 Oh, 1971 the year i was born it you know and it was so so good and that year so i think it was 1969 when um the boys in the band and i and i you mentioned that earlier I just love how, oh, you cunt, just calling his mm. friend a cunt, right? It's just, there's so many uses of the word, so. And I think Nicholson. But yeah, you'll have to, you'll have to look at the, and, and I'll send you the link for, um, for carnal knowledge. It's mm. so good. And I think Nicholson's used it a few times in the movies, I'm trying to think. I seem to think he has. Uh, he's not adverse to an odd cunt slipping in here or there in no. his movies, was he? And he oh. probably used it in terms of endearment. But more than likely, mm. I just yeah. So Art Garfunkel, Candice Bergen, yeah, and Margaret. I mean, it's controversial when it first came out, was it? Yeah, I've never heard of that movie before. You never heard? You, it, do you remember? Um, oh, I can't think of his name. Alex, somebody he used to do cinema. Um, the Cinema Drone on BBC Two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, he put it on there, and oh, right. they they acquired the uncut version because obviously it was edited a bit. I don't know what was cut out. You'd have to. Thank you very much. Sorry, Anna. You should have your own bell, Anna. <laughs> Definitely. I should. You I should. should. You should. Um, yeah, it's a long time since I've seen it, but Art Garfunkel, surprisingly, is a really good actor. Really? Mm. There you go. Something else I've learned tonight. That's wonderful. Thank you very much, Anna. Uh, Neil, you're number four. So, Glen Gary, Glen Ross. Um, oh, fucking hell. Probably one of the most classic uses <sighs> and put downs. Pacino. To Spacey. Can we stop and just start all over again, please? So I can put Magnolia and fucking Glengarry. We were talking about this last week. We were, because we'd seen this line delivered live <sighs> on stage. What? A, what? You're a cunt. Yes, I know yeah. I am. What about this line that he calls him then? You stupid fucking cunt. Yeah. There you Pacino. go. Pacino. sounds Papa. a little Pacino-ish in that. That's a good Yeah, you've got to do it the way he, he just does it. The, <laughs> Didn't you? Yeah. That's what you needed then. You stupid fucking cunt. It's yeah. so <laughs> well done. And then he then he says you dumb cunt afterwards as well, yeah. doesn't he? In the same But nothing as holds as up as no. much as that first one. No. Oh my god. And it even worked when we saw it on stage. It gave yeah. you that ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Such a good movie. Such yeah. a good movie. It's, an, it's a, a master class in acting. I've said it a million times. And writing. And writing. Yeah. It's just so good. Oh believe i missed that one what a cunt <sighs> we should do the sales movies so like glenn gary glenn ross uh wall street boiler room there's oh wolf of raw street you could put that one in yeah. there oh, oh we just watched God. that the other day and i forgot how many drugs were in that movie mm. it was it's just it's i mean that's so gotta have a shitload of cunts in it hasn't it it's gotta have wolf i can't wall remember to be honest it's gotta be. Fucking, jonah hill uh, must say it i'm sure the only no, bit I remember no, Jonah Hill is getting it. his 
penis out in it. Well, obviously not his, was it? But wow. well, I'm even if it was a prosthetic, it was in the middle of a party, yeah. and he just starts laughing <laughs> it. Yeah. But I mean, obviously, I mean, yeah, it was a prosthetic, wasn't it? Because I remember Martin Scorsese saying in an interview that even he was a bit uncomfortable when it came out because it looked a bit too real oh really <laughs> yeah. i know that john bernthal said that he hit him for real in in that moment oh in did the, he in, in, yeah they were saying that well because jonah hill was talking on a, a show saying that uh john bernthal come up and said i'm gonna hit you for real is that okay and he went well I'm not really, no. <laughs> he said, no, it'll be fine. Afterwards, when we finish f- filming, you can hit me. That's fine. Just let me have one. And he actually did. He said, lumped him one right in the face. <laughs> and I thought that's just, that's just so good because he, he even told him he was going to do it, which I thought was nice of him. But to actually go ahead and actually do it is another thing. But uh, okay. And, and Ben Kingsley. Um, there you go <laughs> is there a wait list yeah <laughs> <laughs> the list is getting longer and longer as we speak Anna that's the thing um okay my number four um now I could have chosen anything from uh the thick of it with uh which is a British TV uh political comedy if you like with the legendary Malcolm Tucker played by and I've forgotten his name who is it yeah um Peter Capaldi yeah but I'm actually going to take a, a clip from the movie version, which was which was weird because it wasn't really it didn't have the same people in from the TV show, did it? It was a one off, wasn't it? Into the loop, or into the loop, yeah. So he's talking to James Gandolfini, mm. and um, he apologizes for the fact that he's swearing so much. So he turns to James Gandolfini and says, "I'm sorry. I said you're a boring f star 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 cunt," and it's just filled with such venom. And even, I mean, someone as big as James Gandolfini, even he looks shocked <laughs> by the end of it. And the movie isn't as good as the TV show. No. Um, but that bit, and again, I could have chosen, I could have had a top 10 of Malcolm Tucker. Moments. I was going to say, that was the reason it, Malcolm Tucker didn't make my list, is I couldn't pick. He says it so often with There's such so venom. Many. It is like... Which one do you pick? It's got to be the British TV show with the most swearing on it. It's got to be. I wonder if it beats What's Neil What's the name Mer. of the show? Sorry? It's, What's uh, the name of the show? So the name of the show is um, The Thick of It, which you'll find, it'll be on BritBox, I think, because it's not on any of the, it's not on Netflix or any of the BBC iPlayer or anything like that. And it's a shame because they took them all off of there, but they're so good. They're so good. Yeah. You understand, there's a couple of people that I know that worked in the British government and they said that in the halls they wondered who was the spy because how they got it so close to the real life but when you watch it and you think, oh, my God, is that what real life politics is like? It's amazing that anything gets done in the government because they're all just fucking idiots. Mm. Nice to know that we're not that different. No, absolutely. We're not <laughs> no. that different at all. No, no. no. Um, that was my number four. So, Anna, your number three, please. So my number three is Gone Girl. And it's the scene between, uh, I can't remember Ben's character's name, but Ben and his wife the woman who goes missing. Um, so, I mean, my writing sucks. Uh, he's telling her like, you know, you quit on this relationship, you quit on this marriage and whatnot. And then she says, I'm not a quitter, I'm a cunt. <laughs> and I I love that. Cause she, to me, it's like, she's putting power into the word, just like I'd say, I'm not a bitch, I'm a cunt. Yeah. So, yeah. 
So it's and it's always a shock to hear Rosalind Pike say something like that. Just have to say. Yeah. yeah. She always reminds me of the sort of actress that is in um, Merchant Ivory movies, that sort of thing. And then when she comes out with a film like that as well, which is pretty brutal. Yeah. Well, that's a great one. Uh, that is a great one. She was, what was yeah, that movie? She, the movie that she was in where she, it was the, um, oh, I Care a Lot, I think it was, yeah. the one, wasn't it? She was a bitch in that as well. Christ, wasn't she? <laughs> she was a bitch in that. Wasn't she just? But wasn't, didn't Gone Girl get a lot of um, controversy around it for some reason? Probably. Yeah. Um, there, and I can't recall why, but. Was it something yeah. to do with the fact that how it, it compared to the book or something like that? I can't quite remember. I knew that there was some kind of some kind of hoo ha uh, around it. Did not tell you. No, I can't I, remember. I can't remember. But I would say probably. But that's a good one because again, it depend. It also depends on who's saying cunt mm. as well. And if it is somebody like you say that you don't think would say it, it gives it that mm-hmm. little bit more gravitas, like you said, Anna. It just gives you that little bit more of an oomph. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Totally agree. Okay, then, Neil, you're number three. So train spotting. There's a lot in this movie. (laughs) Is it? Which, I mean, I put the Begbie in the bar bit when he um, throws the glass. When he's telling the story. Yeah, and then he throws the glass over when he's finished and then smash, you hear the scream, and then he gets up and he shouts, nobody move, that last got glassed, and no cunt leaves till we find out which cunt did it. Robert Carlyle delivering it. I mean, I'm a fan of Scotland. I go there every year, go up to visit Scotland. And I have to say, they do love that word up there. They really do. And I I mean, I would love to use it myself, but I always feel I'm sort of like, I shouldn't be allowed to. They always say dos cunt. You're a dos cunt. Which, uh, But isn't it more of a term of endearment in Scotland? A bit like Australia. it's It's like used a different way, isn't it? Sort of, but it's used with aggression comedy it's used it's sort of everything in scotland like universal you yeah just... so yeah. Uh, hannah is that, that that clip the same clip that you've got for number two i think mine is the story that's just before so they're in the bar he's kind of uh holding court telling the story every other word begby says is cunt yeah and it, it's just so fluid off of his tongue like like nothing and goes on to say it and then you know gets does the whole glass thing so yeah they yeah, do that have whole a, scene and he's such a great character and they have a great way of delivering the line the scottish accent really makes it oomph, oh totally so. yeah it makes it a lot more colorful doesn't it it does out of a date okay then my number three now this isn't this is on tv but it's it's real world it's real life this one so just for your information, Anna, and all of our other American friends, uh, at the moment, our... Um, uh, oh, fucking hell, my brain's gone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Chancellor of the Exchequer, his name is uh, Jeremy Hunt. And there was a spate of times, uh, very, very close together for some reason, mm-hmm. that radio and TV presenters, for some reason, couldn't get away from the fact of calling him Je- Jeremy Cunt live on yeah. air. And they didn't mean to do it. That, and I'm sure what happened was like one person did it. I remember one person did it. And there was a massive furore about it, and then people are thinking while they do, while I'm doing this, I've, I don't say cunt, don't say cunt. So it's in them their mind, and then <laughs> I mean I will put it on the video playlist for our Patreon subscribers. 
there was one woman that live on, I think it was breakfast TV, did it twice. She said, uh, Jeremy Cunt. Oh, I'm terribly sorry. I'm so, I didn't mean to do that. Anyway, uh, Jeremy Cunt. And she said the same thing again. And it was just like, they become like mm. a, an epidemic. There were so many people on radio and TV. And there's times when people are like, you can tell that they're absolutely horrified that they've said it. And there was a radio one that I heard where he said it and he was couldn't stop himself from laughing because he knew what he'd said and he'd, it was a complete mess. So again, I know this is a little bit of a roundabout way of doing it, but I had to have that one because he should just call himself Jeremy Cunt. I don't want to give him my political leanings, but you're a cunt. He absolutely yeah. is. So I, I, I saw that on a, but the gal that, that said it, she says his name and they show video clip of him walking forward. And then when she says it, so she says his name properly. And then she says, and Jeremy cunt, and then continues on in the story. And I don't think that she recognized that, that she said it and i said well that's just an unfortunate last name you know yeah but there was there was just time there was one i can't remember who it was <laughs> yes but there was one woman and she was absolutely crestfallen that she'd done it <laughs> because it must like i say it's on their mind they were talking it was like today i was listening to the radio today and it was a sports reporter and he was talking about um like football in this country and that's what he meant to say. He said he said football in this, but he had a thought as he was talking, and he said football in this cunt anyway. And he did he didn't finish the word country. Now nobody said anything, but I was pissing myself laughing at work because I thought, oh my god, it just what a bad way to to finish a line of a of a sentence by not putting tree in it, you know. I mean, I feel that girl's pain, Pav. I had a cunt go out on air. You did. Nobody found out, though, because I don't no, think anybody was listening, listening at the time. But, but he was talking I, about James Hunt, the Formula One driver. I did. I said, "Not James. he's not James Cunt, he's James Hunt, as a <laughs> yeah, joke, yeah. while we were recording it, thinking it would get edited out, and it didn't. No, I forgot to edit it out, didn't I, Neil? Yeah. Which but is luckily, hilarious. Luckily, nobody was listening, so it was okay. <laughs> and we talk about people saying it in their own context. I was at a wedding with my cousin was there. One of our cousins were getting married. And some of my family live in Kent. And my cousin got a little bit tiddled and said to one of my posher uncles that seemed to be a bit sort of like proper, isn't it wonderful, the cunt Kentry side? <laughs> <laughs> and I absolutely wetted myself. I had to walk away. Oh, dear. He didn't twig. He kept saying, what are you laughing at? That's good, though. I that love is that. good. That is good. Um, okay, so that was my number three. So, Anna, your number two is the Begbie story in Train Spotting. Mm -hmm. Neil, your yeah. number two is Shaun of the Dead. And can I get you, uh, any of you cunts, a drink? My number two is Kill Bill Volume Two. Ooh. So, before we reveal our number ones, Anna, would you like to um, go through your 10 to two? Neil will do the same, and then I'll do the same. Okay, so we have uh, Barfly with Mickey Rourke and the way of the gun uh followed by magnolia i hope i'm doing this in order uh, bronson sexy beast with my lovely ben kingsley and help me say this one bob uh in burgess in Br I, bruges 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 Bruge. Bruge, i'm not that it. fancy yes you okay. are. <laughs> and buddy's weighing in over here he's like oh, mom um carnal knowledge with jack and then Gone Girl and Train Spotting. Lovely. Gone and Neil, your 10 to 2. So Kick Ass at number 10. At number 9, Porkies, Mike Hunt. 
Number eight, Kill Bill Volume 2. Number seven, Officer and a Gentleman. Number six, Curb Your Enthusiasm. Number five, The Exorcist. Number four, Glengarry Glen Ross. Number three, Train Spotting. And at number two, Shaun of the Dead. Thank you. And mine is at number 10, uh, everybody's a bit of a cunt sometimes, The Trip. Nine is In Bruges. Eight, Shaun of the Dead. Seven, Silly Bunt from Monty Python. Six, Beloved Aunt, Curb Your Enthusiasm. Five, uh, Hit Girl and Kick-Ass. Four, In the Loop. Three, Jeremy Hunt on the News. And number two, Kill Bill Volume 2. So, Anna, what is your number one use of the word cunt in movies and TV? So he would go above Ben Kingsley and um, uh, John Barenthal. It's Charlie Hunnam and the gentleman, and basically his entire dialogue. Because, <laughs> yeah, every every time, especially when he's, I think he's getting the phone back from the kids. Don't want to be a spoiler here, but yeah, he he uses it there, and in the scene with um with Hugh uh, Hugh Grant Hugh Grant and. He's, you know, throwing it out there and then, uh, th but the delivery back from, from Hugh Grant is, uh, something like, uh, I like when you talk dirty to me or, but it's cheeky, right? Cause it's Hugh. Yeah. It's just so good. I could watch that movie just on loop. It's so good. Mm. So basically Charlie and, and the gentleman. Okay. Yeah. Cause that bit when he's trying to get the phone back, he's trying to be really nice to them, isn't he? And then he just right. gets this, he gets this semi-automatic weapon out from behind the thing and just says, fuck off, cunt. Yeah, he, 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 cha he, cl he changes like on the on a dime kind of thing. But yeah, that is a good yeah. movie. That is, a good that movie. is that's Guy Ritchie back to that, form a little bit, isn't it? That was, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's a great yeah. one. It, it nearly made my top 10. I actually had, that was, that was one of my uh, little clips, wasn't it? Am I not mistaken? I might be. I read somewhere that they're converting it into a TV series. It is. Yeah, I'd heard that as well. Yeah, they're doing a oh. TV series of it. I don't know whether it's That'd been be made awesome. yet, but I know that they definitely there was a. Thing but I, I don't heard think it. it's got the original cast from the movie. In, no, I don't think so. Don't but they did that with Lockstock, didn't they? And the TV series was better than the movie. <laughs> oh, was it? I never saw that. Oh, the Lockstock TV series was absolutely superb. Oh right. Which yeah. one a cod? Oh, not that one. You can't take not that one. Show me your cunt. Oh, it's not that one. <laughs> fucking around, cunt. There you go. That's you the go. one. There you go. I found yeah. it in the end. Sorry, Anna. <laughs> My dad didn't get a team. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just, yeah, yeah. Uh, go on then, Neil. You're number one. So, Pav, you've already mentioned this one, and it's the trip with the oh, deleted right. scene. Everyone's a bit of a cunt sometimes, which is no longer in the series. It's It's just an extra now. They, oh, really? Yeah, it was never broadcast on the BBC. They put it into the DVD, and for some reason it's now an extra scene because it was too many cunts for the BBC. Wow. Well, so, yeah, because it is literally cunt every other word. Yeah, it? yeah. But it's, How many cunts can the BBC take? Oh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, there's plenty of them working there. Yeah, I was going to say, imagine there's absolutely <laughs> tons of them working there. But... um. Yeah, it's just a great, jolly, Oliver-esque musical number with a great little dance thing to it. I mean, it's, it leads with the funny bit as well when he reads, um, when he's having a bad dream and he picks up the newspaper and the headline is, Steve Coogan is a cunt Yes, on the, pa on the newspaper. <laughs> so it, it all ties in. But I would urge anybody to watch it 
and it will get stuck in your head the song mm. Um, well, it, it, it is up on YouTube, so I'll put it on the video playlist for our uh, it's Patreons. Funny it's so funny. It is good. And like you say, it's just that, it's a good old-fashioned, like, cockney yeah. knees up kind yeah. of thing. But it's like every other word is cunt, which is... Everybody's <laughs> been of a cunt sometimes. It sounds like a great snowy day kind of stay mm. home with the fireplace and watch a movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah without a doubt. Um, okay, my number one. Now, again... Uh, this isn't where they're actually saying cunt, but so it's carry on, don't lose your head. Now, I, everyone who knows me knows I love carry on movies, they are quintessentially British. And there is a scene, this is basically a movie that's set in the French Revolution times. And uh, Joan Sims, who is a stalwart of the carry on movies, uh, is sitting opposite Charles Hawtrey. And they're in like a little gazebo kind of place. Now, I've read read up on this because the way that it's shot, it's you see Charles Hawtrey's back and he's she's talking about her brother, who's uh, uh, Kenneth Williams. And the line is, my brother, the Count. Now, the way that she says it is she says, my brother, the Count, is like she's calling him a cunt, right? <laughs> now, you can see on this, and again, I'll put it on the video playlist, Charles Hort, all you see is Charles Hawtrey's shoulders and you see his shoulders all of a sudden violently <laughs> going up and down because nobody knew that she was going to say it that way and it totally broke down uh, filming because everybody lost their shit and you can tell because it cuts very quickly after that and I've always loved Joan Sims uh, in, this, uh, in um, uh, Carry On movies but especially for this because it is just sublime the way that she delivers that that thing is that she's cut, you know, and the fact that they could get these little really adult things into these bawdy, saucy comedies, um, it had to be my number one. It was one of those things, as soon as we said we were going to do this, that was straight away my number one. Even though she doesn't actually say the word, I'm having it in there because, uh, and, and I don't know, I would love to know what, like, you guys, Anna, think of carry-on movies because they are, like I say, they are so British never heard of them yeah and i don't know whether or not they would they would translate over to american i really don't there's there's a great one there's a carry-on there's a carry-on cowboy which is just a pastiche of of a good american western and it is such a good movie but there are so many good ones but like i say i would i would love to there there are a couple that are completely on youtube the whole movies i would love Mm -hmm. to know what you guys thought of it if you got to see it because it's it's a certain kind of humor but innuendo, I, isn't it? If innuendo. you love a good, if you love a good innuendo, then you're going to have a whole movie's worth. Yeah, I was going to say something that would have been totally inappropriate. Then, <laughs> not... Wait, after this podcast, Pav, what is inappropriate? That is true, but you know, I was going to say, oh, Anna, you like it in your endo. That's what I was going to say, <laughs> and there you go. See, that was the look I didn't want to see, but I'm going to ding it anyway. Okay, <laughs> uh, we have some honourable mentions. Anna Sanders says number one has to be Richard E. Grant with Nell and I. Oh fuck, Rue. <laughs> The scene where Monty arrives at the cottage in the middle of the fucking night. Monty, you terrible cunt. What are you doing prowling around in the middle of the fucking night? Uh, Rick Tyndall says, you Brits love your curse words, as this is my wife's least favourite word. I'm sitting this one out, or it'll be a very cold Christmas in my house. (laughs) I'll listen, but I won't participate. Still nothing but love for you guys and the podcast. Thank you, Rick. Uh, Matt Williams said, plenty of examples in Deadwood, which, again... 
There are loads. Never seen Deadwood. It is great. It is, mm. it is a great show, and Ian McShane is brilliant in it. He's mm. fantastic. Uh, Aaron Capone-Langan says, off the top of my head, Silence of the Lambs, as Clarice oh, yeah. was walking to meet, <clears throat> excuse me, meet Hannibal for the first time. Miggs said he could smell hers, and then Hannibal asks her it was Miggs. Because that's afterwards he says, oh, I bit my wrist. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, also, South Park, the entire time Jimmy was trying to say you're a continuing source of inspiration, but was stuttering at continuing. <laughs> yeah. Kim Cornell says, Shaun of the Dead, Nick Frost, can I get any of you cunts a drink? I actually met him once and had him write this on my Funko. Oh, <laughs> really? Good. Oh, great. Susie Lima, Bridesmaids, Kirsten Wig to the bratty little customer, Ted, Mila Kunis, because I love Mark Wahlberg's reaction to it. And Rupert, Rupert Irving says, one memorable one is fairly early on in American Beauty when Mina Suave's character shouts, cunt, shortly oh, yeah. after having an argument with someone. I think this was the first time I saw an American woman use it on film. Yeah. There you go. So that's it. We've done it. Some great examples. We've done it for our last ever episode of the Top 10 of Anything podcast. <laughs> yeah. We're all cunted out now. That's it. That's <laughs> it. We're going to get shut down. And I'm, I'm sure there's worse things that have been said. I'll put warnings and banners up everywhere. So Try and say it as many times as you can before you leave, you see. That's, I mean, why not? That's Cunt. what we've got to do. I Cunt. think it went well, though. What do you think, Anna? I've enjoyed myself. Yay! That's all, that's all that matters. That's all that matters. Um, I've always so, said there's certain people that I would love them to get to say the word cunt. I mean, Stephen Fry famously got Lorraine Kelly to say it, didn't he? Oh, really? But on Graham Norton. And I think there's certain people that I'd love to see, you know. I think the older actors, Laurence Olivier, I'd love to have heard say it, people like that. And I think it'd just be hilarious, but also... Just great, wouldn't it? So, who, Anna, if you could pick one person, who would you want to hear say, cunt? Be a toss up between, and we're going to have to resurrect the dead here, Bob Hope or Lucille Ball. <laughs> they could say it to each other. Love it. Yeah. What about I mean, you? if it was Bob Hope, it'd have to be on a cue card, though, wouldn't it? You'd have to have it written on a cue card. So. What about yeah. you, Pav? Somebody uh, you'd love to uh, see, say the word. We'd come. have to, again, resurrect, but the Queen. Yeah, the Queen mother would have been that's better. my absolute first thought, and I was like, don't be disrespectful. Oh, Anna. no, that's not disrespectful <laughs> at all. Yeah, the, the Queen and the Queen mother. Yeah. Having a chat other. with each other. Oh, these cunts. Yeah, those yeah. cunts. Yeah, that would be fun. Fucking hangers just get on. Chuck to say it. Yeah. yeah. Was fun. <laughs> oh, I, I could imagine he does with his little temper tantrums. Oh, yeah. But that shadow of a you were a cunt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was that your impression? Okay, now we're all going Neil? to hell. Yeah, oh, we're all going to hell. We'll be investigated. Of and... <laughs> Camilla, yeah. yeah. Okay, uh, before we say our proper goodbyes, Neil, would you like to tell everybody how they can get in touch and all that cunty gubbins? All right, listen up, you cunts. You can find us on all the social media at Top 10 Pods. Please do give us a click, give us a like, give us a follow. If you cunts really want to, you can email us at top10pods at hotmail.com with any questions, anything you'd like to ask. Come on, you cunts, help support the podcast at patreon.com forward slash top 10 pods, where there's all sorts of rewards where you can be a guest yourself. And if you can be really bothered, you cunts, check out the links via the link tree, you can find the link in the show notes. And please do come subscribe, leave us a review rating wherever you get your podcasts from. Thank you, you cunts. Thank you very much, Neil. Um, well, that's it. So thank you very much, everybody, for listening and watching. Thank you very much to Neil the cunt for being here. Thank you, Neil. 
Thank you very much, you cunt. Thank you very much, Anna. We're not going to And thank you, you very much you to it. the most beautiful cunt, to Anna. Thank you. Ding, God, ding. God bless you uh, for, for just being here and being wonderful and um, also for supporting us and all that kind of stuff. So, Means Anna, can you just do thank that for me you. one more time? <laughs> thank you very much. <laughs> thank you very much everybody for watching and listening and let's go fucking what is it let's go let's go crazy you cunts bye-bye Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.